0: Welcome to the Leader Mentality Show with Rob Clemens. We are in a special location today because in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, there are a lot of great things to do if you're an out-of-towner, if you're a local. We're blessed with so many opportunities. But once in a while, something comes around that's so special and unique (laughs) that I just want to get on the show and talk about it. I get excited. So... We're at the ground zero location right. of the Greg Rolls Legacy Theater, and I'm with the one and only John Finley, who is the Sales and Marketing Director. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I oh, appreciate man. it. Yeah, it's good to have you. And, uh, you know, I've known of you for a little while. Yeah. We've talked a little bit in the past and, and before we even got on this today. So I know a little bit about what's going on, but for the
1: viewers, tell us what's happening here at the Greg Rolls Legacy. Uh, It's easier to give you a list of what's not happening. (laughs) We're just, I mean, we hit the ground running ever since I got hired and everyone, I mean, day one when they get hired on, it's it's taken off. I mean, a lot of marketing stuff from my end, a lot of sales. Um, The biggest thing that we have coming up first is the ticket sales, which is going to happen on November 1st. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been really trying to get that going. We had the Shrimp Fest this last weekend that we uh, took part in, actually presenting sponsor for. Um, and, and by the way, yeah. talk about the Shrimp
0: Fest. I, one thing that's really cool that you guys are doing that I appreciate is you're getting immersed in the community. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about, hey, look, we want the people in Myrtle Beach and Conway and Little River and everywhere else around yeah. here to really want to get involved with this place. So tell me about how that experience was. What were the, the fans who were coming up? What were they thinking as they got there?
1: Well, I mean, and it's first of all, it's Greg. I mean, everyone knows Greg. He was at the Alabama Theater for 22 years, I think, mm-hmm. um, but he's got a long history of performing and, and everyone knows him, everyone loves him. He's 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 really by himself Put himself into the landscape of the community in the entire Grand Strand. So, whether you see him on commercials, you hear his voiceover, you see him on Carolina AM, he's he's everywhere. He can't. Greg is everywhere. He, I don't think he's. He you can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> have you actually seen him ever sleeping? Is I, I that... haven't. You'd have to ask Brandy, but I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but I, you know, his just his personality is, is that's who he is. And that's who he wants his theater to be. I mean, it's got his name on it, so it needs to represent you know his morals and his, where he stands on a lot of stuff. Um, and that was one of the first things when my interview, when I talked to him and his partner Brad, uh, was about philanthropy and community giving back. It's it's a business. You have to make money to 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 live, to breathe, but. We wanted to give back and be just more of an integral part of the community as far as being involved. You know, we want to be the first thing that people think of when it comes to doing community events or, you know, sponsorships or, you know, being involved, having to having a tent like this, you know, out of something just to hand out waters, you know, whatever it is. We want to be that first name beyond just a business of like, okay, we, we go there to spend money. We, we want to, we want to be as integrated into the community as we possibly can.
0: Absolutely. Well, I, I you know, we got to talk to Brad a little bit off the camera yeah. today and Brad being Greg. Uh, partner. Mm-hmm. And he talked about that stewardship to the community. He almost described sort of like a church type of a yeah. feel. When you come in, you want somebody to greet you at the door. And I think that's really great because in 2023, it feels like customer service is on a all-time low across oh, yeah. the whole country yeah. and everybody's struggling with this. So he described a vision of you get to the door and somebody's actually happily greets you. Welcome to the theater. And then at the end, you know, giving you an opportunity to maybe meet the uh, the performers and things. Tell me a little bit about what, you know, what you think when you hear that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, to start off with the COVID really screwed up customer service a Mm -hmm. lot. Uh, people got used to ordering from home or, or not working, yep. you know, and so I think that the manners and the, and the courtesies and the professionalism kind of went out the window for that year and a half or so. That everyone was shut in, and and it's just getting back to that. It's everyone's starting to get back out and get involved in things and, and go to shows and go to you know restaurants. Um, so that's one of the things that we really wanted to push is is just having Greg's personality and his persona, his his mannerisms as much as we can into into other people. Because, I mean, really anywhere you go, whether it's a restaurant or or you know a venue from the first person you meet you have an impression you know Mm -hmm. it's the first impression that you make is when you walk through the door if it's a bad one you're going to have a bad experience whether the show's great or not the concessions are great or not doesn't matter the first, if the person that opens the door is mean to you or rude to you, you're going to carry that with you, and that's all you're going to remember.
0: Well, and, and there's something else. We had a, a great guest on our show, Jamie Pando from Flooring <laughs> Panda, mm-hmm. and he was mentioning that he's in construction, as you can imagine. And he mm-hmm. said that sometimes you can have a great job, great experience, and that last 15 minutes can be the thing that ruins the whole job, right? That's it. So you guys talked about even that, that last half of the show, when the lights turn on and they're like, hey, thank you for coming, still having that pleasant yeah. send-off for the people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're exactly right. It, it's it's really hard work if you think about the entire experience. Like, it's not just like, hey, we got them in our theater, we got their their tickets paid for. We're done. It's done. <laughs> right. right. We it's, got their money. Yeah, right. it's a whole experience because again, if, if someone leaves and has one bad thing to say about anything, any aspect of it, especially if it goes on Google or Facebook or something that's out there, and people mm-hmm. are going to base their visit and their impression before they even come here on what they read and what they hear.
0: That's a great point. 2023 business sense. Yeah. You know, you have to understand that element of marketing. You have to have that that happy person because yeah. you know they're going to go online and review you. Absolutely. Um, as far as your life you. your yeah. wife is a singer she and a is. performer Lori Beth Henley and, and are, have you always been amongst the, this community I mean is this no. or is this new to you oh this is
1: new I mean so as far as music goes um, growing up I, well first of all I played sports when I was really little. Played soccer, things like that. But I can kind of tell by your muscles, no, you look no, like you no. might have done a, uh, some lifting. <laughs> no, no, no. And actually, it's funny. I actually weighed 185 like up until college. I was super skinny little. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get into working out until the Navy. But, um, but no. I, you know, going into middle school, I went to private school for elementary school. Going into middle school, I had to decide if I wanted to keep playing soccer or do band. And my dad was in band in high school and kind of pushed me towards that. So I, I picked up an instrument. I learned uh, saxophone first and then trumpet. Okay. So I played trumpet for. I mean probably 10 12 years or so are you trying to tell us that you're going to be playing trumpet no for that? No, no. Greg, right? <laughs> no, no. no it's not good. well okay. i won't say no because he'll probably talk me into it <laughs> yeah right right
0: <laughs> he's the diverse marketing director of two thousand three. yeah you know, right, that's right.
1: Yeah. I, so. I do it all and i you know all i can <laughs> right, right. no but i mean he you know i i did that for for a long time i went to college on a music scholarship for music education oh, nice. um Really went to college for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I didn't do well and I had to join the military, um, join the Navy for 10 years. Um, I actually played trumpet in boot camp for the division I was in for wow. the graduation ceremonies and things okay. like that. Um, and even since then I've taught like Carolina Force High School, I've taught uh, their marching band uh, two years now. I taught back in nice. Tennessee where we moved from. Very cool. Um, so it's always been a big part of my life. Now this aspect is it's just a whole other level, right? Completely different. I mean, yeah. I, I did the Navy for 10 years. I was a master in arms, which is like military police. Yeah. Um, I was in San Diego, LA, Bahrain, Greece for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out and moved to Florida where my parents were living at the time because I was trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was moving my sister into a new house in Nashville in that time, like two days after I got out of the Navy and opened the door and met Lori Beth. Oh. So I moved to Nashville.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I kind of picture like you yeah, saw no. little, you know, like birds chirping when you saw Honestly, her. Honestly, I kind of, I,
1: it's kind of a blur because right? she was just so pretty. And I was like, man, <laughs> I mean, literally, it's one of those things you see in the movie. I open the door and it's her and. Dreamweavers playing oh, in the yeah. background You're and just, all that. Oh, okay, right. yeah. motion and everything, you know, <laughs> birds flying in the background. Yeah. Right, right. No, it was great. But I, I met her and I moved to Nashville. Okay. Um, I started working. I kind of found part-time work. It's really hard. And a lot of people don't talk about the transition from like being in the military to civilian world like you Mm. get an idea of what you want to do and it's 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 hard it's a real hard transition well let's talk about that you know
0: i I love that and we appreciate your service in the military i I grew up in the military family of my father being in the air force and there is that transition a lot of times especially if you're younger if you don't retire from the military at 60 years old as a colonel or something yeah
1: um tell me about how that transition was for you personally Ah, man, it was it was really hard. I mean, when I moved in with her, I started going to school and used my GI Bill. Um, and, and, and that's that's great because, you know, the GI Bill gives you free school, gives you a, a, a monthly stipend for living expenses, things like that. But, I mean, once once I finished my bachelor's degree, I still didn't really know what to do. I picked up odd and end jobs. And, and there's, there's, you know, there's those connections and those camaraderie moments that you feel in the military that you really don't get out in town. So you search for it, and you search for it in the civilian world. And I eventually found that in the fire department. Um, I worked for the Gallatin Fire Department in Gallatin, Tennessee, for about two years uh, before we moved here. And that was probably the closest thing, if not you know, the equivalent of what you find in the military—that brotherhood, that real mm-hmm. you know, close, tight-knit family. Um, so I did that for a while, and then she got the call to move down here. Yeah. You know, and here we are. <laughs> and, well,
0: I mean, you know, look, there's, uh, there's. Worst places you could be than Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I will agree. That's for sure. I've been
1: there. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's been there. Um, as far as you you talk about that camaraderie, yeah. uh, and I always love to hear the military perspective because I think there's other people who have gotten out of the military life and yeah. they might feel just like you did. It's like, how do I find that connectivity? Um, you talked about you found it in the fire station. Do you, do you feel like you can somehow
1: duplicate that here at the Greg Rolls Theater? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, one of the different things that I've, because I, I worked in a venue in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I worked at a place called Wild Horse Saloon. Mm-hmm. It's a little bar, um, restaurant downtown. Um, that was my first kind of entry into like the corporate type of world. Mm-hmm. and. They were great people. I loved working for everybody I worked for, but it was definitely not like it is here. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, when I when I met with Greg and Brad, and I met all the other cast members and all the other crew and uh, the office people and all that, it, it really, you know, it's funny because they said that it feels like everyone that comes to them to talk about working here, it feels like you know God sent them. And It was mm-hmm. just that divine intervention of like this is where you're supposed to be. And for me, I mean, I had I spent, like I said, I got out in 2018 out of the Navy. And I spent from then until this year really searching and digging for what I wanted to do. Even in the fire service, there was just that uncertainness of, like, is this really where I'm supposed to be? Mm-hmm. It felt like home, but is it really where I'm supposed to be? You know, so when I interviewed with Greg and them, it, it just, I mean, it felt like family. It felt like this is where everything led to, All the all the rejection letters, all the, you know, we're not hiring at this time. I mean... I, I've interviewed for people that I was the next step from being hired and they just eliminate the position. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after 50, a hundred of those, it, it gets really to where it beats you down and makes you feel worthless. You know, it's,
0: I mean, you you have to have such a, uh, a mental, yeah. you know, willpower to keep going through, but at the same time, you know, you're still a human being, right? Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, you know, I, I took my bachelor's and after I got my bachelor's, I started working on my master's and I got my master's. So here I am in 2023 thinking I've got a master's. That's, that's it's a loaded gun, you know, oh, I sure. can get any job I want. And it's still not the case. People want the experience. Well, I've got 10 years of military and three to four years of total of fire service because I worked at Calabash Fire Department for a little while. Right um, you know, so it's like, you know, I've got all this experience, but it's not applicable to what I'm trying to get, you know, the job I'm trying to get. You know, and when I talked to Greg and Brad in the interview, I said, look, I've got this wealth of knowledge. I've got a master's in, in marketing and entrepreneurship, small business. So that I have a, a general understanding of what I'm doing. I haven't been able to put it into practice. You know, a couple of years ago, I started my own um, marketing business and started doing website design and social media consultation, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But people want to see like a, a reputable name or at least a business, you know, on a resume. Right, right. And Greg was like, look, man, I, I've i been there. People have taken chances on me. He said.'" I, I just that feels right you know he's when you came in because I didn't I didn't reach out for them for an interview I you know Rob our director of creative arts recommended me or talked to him about me and said he's got his master's in marketing and so they called me and was like hey can you come in I said yeah and here I am. Rest is yeah. magic. Man, yeah.
0: that's very cool. So I'm talking to some Coastal Carolina University yeah. students uh, about marketing mm-hmm. uh, in the coming uh, the coming few days here. Uh, tell me what's something you would tell a young person that's looking at getting into the marketing field. What's something you think they should know? Uh,
1: well, first of all, depending on how early you are in it, is definitely, definitely get out there and do internships, get involved and, in, in, you know, just participating. I mean, because... That kind of stuff on a resume looks great, and again, that's that's the kind of things that you know, the sad and unfortunate part of it is that education carries a weight, but not the weight it used to carry. Yeah, you know, people want the experience too. Very true. So yeah. it's it's like they want both. You know, um, but honestly, just be creative. Uh, you know, don't don't get so bogged down in what you think people want you to be. Be you, and if you're creative, and if you have all these ideas, like you know, they love the fact that I I flood them with hundreds of ideas. Now, not all of them stick, and that's going to happen. You right. know, but if you're a creative person, don't change who you are for for a job. The right job, the right position, the right career, the right business is going to want you, and you'll fi- you'll find your place.
0: Okay, I, I like it. So let's talk about marketing yeah. specifically
1: to this,
0: the Greg Rolls Legacy Theater. Yeah. Um, you always have to have something when you get into a marketing position mm-hmm. where. What makes you special? Why start a business in the first place? So at yep. some point, Greg Rolls and, and his partner, they decide, let's do this, Greg Rolls Legacy Theater. What do you guys perceive makes you special compared to some of the other opportunities in Myrtle Beach for Entertainment?
1: It's a tricky ground to walk on because you don't wanna, you know, you don't wanna badmouth anybody else in the area. Sure, They're sure. both great theaters, they have mm-hmm. great shows. Um, I mean, my wife works on one of them, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, so, yeah. so I don't want to go home and sleep on the couch. I, no, <laughs> right, right. no, um, you know, but I mean, Greg is who he is. I mean, again, it, it circles back to just his personality, his his demeanor with everyone. The fact that he cares so much about the people, it's not it's not that he looks at someone and sees dollar signs. He looks at someone and sees a person who's trying to have a date night, you know, mm-hmm. or a night out away from the kids or just a fun on the vacation. You know, he, he, he definitely wants to. Cater to the to those people in the sense of just enjoying the entire aspect of it and having a good experience, so that they want to come back. Not, hey, you know, there's a show. Give me your money. Come mm-hmm. see it and go home. You know, and I think a lot of and I, again, you know, I don't mean this in a negative way towards anybody, but I think a lot of times people get so bogged down in the business side of it that they forget there's a, a, a human side of it. There's a, there's an experience side of sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I feel like that that's a place where a lot of businesses go wrong. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. A lot of them start looking at people as little dollar signs going in and out, and what they don't realize is that dollar sign can go out just as easily as it yeah. came in, if not easier. Yeah. Um, what is going to be the the, the failing of this show? How many seats do you have in here? Uh, just under 800. Okay. Yeah. So so 800 compared to the other local venues,
1: a little bigger, the, smaller? Uh, I think the Alabama Theater has about 1,900 or so. Okay. So it should be pretty about half the size, I would assume. I, I've never, I haven't been to the opera yet, but sure. I assume about half the size of the opera as well. Okay, um, strategically, is that kind of what you wanted Yeah, it, Gre- Greg's whole thing with this show is that he wants it to be really intimate. Like, you know, you, you had a friend come over to your mm-hmm. living room, bring a guitar, and sing some songs for you. It, it needs to just feel like home, and, and like, no matter if you're the front row or the back row, that, you know, you're just there with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can almost smell the cologne from the seats you're Probably <laughs> get
1: a little bit of the hair stuff on you. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. He's going to tell me he style his hair.
0: <laughs> well, so Greg Rolls is here, yeah. and, and he's going to be performing, right? Yeah. So this right. is, when, when you come to the show, what should I expect to see as far as Greg Rolls performing
1: versus other people? What, what's the mix? So a lot of the show design and, and concept I haven't really been privy to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're st- I think they're still trying to figure a lot of it out. Sure. Um, now, we do have some people that they are going to be in the cast that are coming from other places like the Alabama Theater. Okay. Um, Jason and Chris Cox are coming. Uh, Kenny, the guitar player, George, the bass player, Mark, the saxophone player, they're all coming. Um, We've got Jerry Lane, who's on piano, uh, Bill Hine, who's on drums. Um, Then we've got Cindy Wheeler, who's going to be, she's been gigging around the area for a long time, performing for a long time. She's going to be a part of the cast. Um, You know, and and it's really funny. We were doing a photo shoot probably two months ago, um, and during that, you know, I was trying to get them to play so I can get some authentic, you know, photos. Jerry was playing the piano, and they just started riffing, and I was like, man, this this is probably the most talented group of people. Wow. I mean, I was, I've was i been around Lori Beth long enough to know, you know, yeah. they're good musicians and stuff, but like, I, it was just seeing them all together, and off the cuff, just doing they something. They literally start jamming, yeah. were,
0: they, were they doing a song you recognized, or are they just pulling something Jerry out of the air? Jerry pulled
1: something out of the air, and then Bill jumped in, and then uh, Greg and them started singing something, I can't remember what it is now, but I mean, just out of nowhere, and, and everybody joined in, and the harmonies were there, it was just man. it's really, it's something, it's And I was talking to uh, you guys about this earlier is that there's a big difference when you have an an environment where you can be creative and open and express yourself versus when people are telling you what to sing and telling you what to do. Right. You know, and I feel like a lot of these people haven't had the opportunity kind of like myself to Mm -hmm. just be themselves, you know, so you're really going to see that in whatever the concept of the show is that we end up having. You know, you're going to enjoy it. People are going to be able to sing along because there are going to be songs that you know or recognize. Yeah. You know, songs that maybe people haven't heard in 10 or 20 years. And you go, oh, man, I used to love that song. You know? <laughs>
0: right. And 10 years ago is not that long, right? It's, it's really a, not. <laughs> it's funny how you think of it. You're like, well, that, that's a new song. And it's like, no, actually, it's yeah. not that new. Yeah, okay. it's 30 years old now. Right, right? <laughs> yeah, the oldies are now like Guns and Roses and oh, Metallica. Right? And the
1: oldies are now, I mean, yeah nirvana and all yeah it's oh man i I
0: saw this funny thing (laughs) i and i and i you know WWE wrestling oh, yeah. now. I, I heard somebody say one day, they were like, I think of WWE like 20 years ago being Stone
1: Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock. That's 30 years ago yeah. now.
0: So time is flying a it's, little bit.
1: It's, it's interesting to see pictures and updates on social media of these guys and you're like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> Right. That was so long ago. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I am somewhat of a musical talent myself. Okay. Um, you remember the little recorders back in grade school? I do. <laughs> my daughter has one. Bill
1: Mary had a little lamp. Oh yeah. Was that, you know, uh, can I get in the show? I can almost guarantee you he'd put you somewhere. <laughs> Greg is a very uh, creative right. person. He'll find somewhere yep. to put you. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'm less of a musical talent. Maybe I can get up there and just you know do some uh, improv with the crowd. That's probably hey man, more you my You want to get up
1: here, we'll get you up here. Don't, <laughs> don't threaten us. We'll put All you right, on right.
0: <laughs> I got you. Well, uh, so as far as... I can hear a little tinkering in the background yeah. the guys are doing some hammering and working on stuff mm-hmm. what's the what's the target opening
1: date I know there's a lot of work going on out here what do you guys hope to get open yeah by? so we got keys to the theater on officially on September 1st and that okay. day we started renovating right away okay um, January 1st we're all moving into the offices and really getting this full steam but April 1st is a hard date that Brad keeps telling us April 1st April 1st, April the 1st. opening date okay yep. Man, you know,
0: as the marketing director, you got to be thinking of some creative stuff because we're talking about April 1. Mm-hmm. What,
1: what kind of plans
0: could you make for a little April Fool's show? Yeah, we right? keep
1: getting the April Fool's comments all the time. And I'm yeah. like, man, like, I, I don't know if this is going to play good or bad, but we're going to figure it out. Oh, you got to capitalize <laughs> on that, man. Oh, I, can't let, I can't leak anything too early. I was going to say, your marketing <laughs> creativity is going to be going
0: crazy. Yeah. So, so fans, how can they get tickets right now? Is it too early to pre, pre-order? It's not.
1: So we're doing pre-registration. Um, if you go online to Greg Roll's Legacy Theater, spelled Mm -hmm. re.com you can sign up for pre-registration now what happens is next wednesday on the 25th of october um, tickets are going to go on sale to everyone who pre-registered and right now we've got a lot of people pre-registered so if anybody wants to get on there and buy tickets for the season you need to get on there Mm. Um, that's open for two days okay on the 27th we're open what we're calling our legacy memberships which is basically our season tickets okay Um, these season tickets are going to be Typical in the sense that you get discounts. So you get a, 50, a 56% discount on our season show. Nice. And then 10% on uh, Christmas and specialty concert shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also get 10% on concessions and merchandise. And then we're also working with some local vendors and things like that to get discounts that are outside of the theater. So you take your legacy membership card that you're going to get. You go to this restaurant or that business and you get 10% off or you get a free this or free that. Whatever that business agrees to. Again, trying to integrate ourselves in the community, you know?
0: Man, I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. That and, and you guys really have committed to it. Um, as far as the, the membership, she's you yeah. talk about the, you can get a one-year membership? Is that how that works? Yeah, so okay.
1: the, the membership is going to be for every every season. Okay. Um, oh, so for each season. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, the, the tickets for that will go on sale the 27th of this month. Mm-hmm. That will apply for May 1st. Even though we're opening in April, we're doing, I mean, everyone's just general admission mm-hmm. for April. And then May 1st is when the legacy memberships kick on. So, if you buy the tickets on the 27th, but you buy them for May 14th, right? Those legacy discounts apply for the 14th of May. Nice. Um, And then that runs through December 31st of that year. Okay. Um, Tickets for the following year probably go on sale. We haven't talked about it much, but probably September, October, the year before. Yes. Um, and then everyone can buy public public sale for November 1st. Uh, Very cool. The tickets.
0: Very cool stuff. Yeah, we're, de- we're definitely going to get involved with yeah. this over the Leader Mentality Show. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Greg Rolls and Absolutely. everything he does, yeah. as is most of the community. Yeah. So, great guy. Um, as far as the, the shows itself, and you mm-hmm. may not know this, we may be getting a little ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but do you guys foresee, obviously, you know, special shows at Christmas, uh, maybe Halloween shows? Uh, do, do you have a vibe
1: on that yet? We've got a couple of ideas. Yeah. Um, obviously. We're going to have a christmas show i mm-hmm. um, probably going to end up starting around november 1st when everyone else is generally kicks off um give you two full months of christmas um we do have some special guest acts that we have planned um our director of creative arts rob uh, welchell he he's the one that books these acts mm-hmm. we have them 99 ready booked right um, we just have to confirm before i say anything about anybody's uh, name oh no spoilers yeah today. no spoilers okay. today but I, got you. I mean we've talked to you guys so you guys know a little bit but yeah yeah you know, we'll, we'll keep that under rest for now. <laughs> no, perfect. <laughs> but perfect. there are some concerts coming. <laughs> so let, let's walk through
0: the doors. Yeah. Let's give a little image. So when you walk through the front door there, what, what's the, what's the real desire and the way that you want it to appear to the people there yeah, the of their country? Of course.
1: And one of the things we first talked about when we came up with the whole you know what we're doing here mm-hmm. um, was that there needs to be an experience really from the first time that they buy the tickets, not mm-hmm. even them walking the door from the second they buy the tickets, there needs to be buildup and hype and excitement, you know, and that should continue through the door to the time they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about different things like murals and interactive things that, that people can do um, we've talked about one of the big things that we're using as a selling point for our show is before the show starts there's going to be a poll posted up on the screens that we're going to have and everyone can vote in the audience for like I don't, I'm not sure if there's going to be 10 or 15 or 20 whatever but the top X number of, of songs are going to go in the show that night. So wow. if you come Monday and you come Tuesday, those are going to be two very different shows. If you come Thursday, that's a different show than the first two you saw. Man,
0: I love that interactivity. Yep.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that at a show before. I don't something think we had that. either. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we wanted to be very different and that was the concept that, you know, it's it's a thing. Like, if, if you have a show and you have the same songs every night and you've got the same people that come every night, well, I mean, it's the same songs every night. Mm-hmm. You know, So people may, may or may not like the, the music. You know, They may like more of a certain section than another section or whatever. So with this, people get to choose. And, and if you've got a song that you haven't heard in forever or we, we put a song up that's like your favorite song from when you were a kid, you can select it. And if it gets voted enough, it's going to get thrown on the show. What's your favorite style of music? Oh, man. Uh, probably. I mean, I'd probably say country. I'm from country. Kentucky. Kentucky, Tennessee area. Do you have a favorite country music star or anybody <laughs> right now? No, I'm not, honestly, not really. I mean, I, I, I like anything. I grew up yeah. on 90s country with Garth okay. Brooks and George Strait and, you know Tim McGraw back when he's first Talk started out. Legends, right oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark. Uh, Mark Chesney or, or, or Kenny, Kenny Chesney, Chesney? I'm thinking, Chesney. about. Mark. Yeah. Mark Chesnut. Yeah, yeah. The one. Um, but yeah you know just uh, a bunch of 90s '90s yeah. music was what I grew up on I got you well
0: we're gonna we're still wondering if Morgan Wallens gonna come to town this year uh, yeah. for, for the country music House, yeah, right? yeah that's gonna be
1: interesting <laughs> <laughs> that
0: should be interesting yeah well uh, as far as the the fans let's go back to it again how can they get tickets give us that website address again
1: yeah so uh, anyone that, that pre-registers on Greg Rolls Legacy theater re.com, mm-hmm. uh, can get access to early tickets what's going to happen is next wednesday when the tickets do go on sale you'll get a link that morning at 7 a.m to buy them mm-hmm. we're not holding tickets we're not you know reserving any certain tickets for anybody once they're on sale if they're on sale okay if buy them they're gone you know mm-hmm. um two days later the legacy memberships go on sale um that that that's the the legacy membership that's our season pass that has all the benefits and then on the first of november anybody and everybody can go to the website and buy tickets very cool very cool yeah. well, we're
0: gonna put that website link on the show awesome. here start promoting that stuff awesome and
1: I'm looking forward to seeing
0: what you guys are gonna do here we're gonna uh, do. I'm loving the fact that you guys are invested in the community yeah. uh, it's been said that a lot of people will will have success based on how well they've connected with the community yeah so we we know you're at the shrimp festivals and, mm-hmm. and doing a lot of these local events uh, we're looking forward to working with you guys some more at leader mentality show Absolutely. and uh, let's keep grinding absolutely All right, John, thank you for being on the show, my friend. Thank you so much. And for those of you listening, we definitely recommend you guys check this place out. April one's the heart opening. We think it's gonna be a great show. We're planning on being there at Leader Mentality. And for those who are interested, we're gonna put a link up here, check that out. And we also want to wrap up the show by saying thank you to the Leaders List members for the Leader Mentality show. Check them out for good quality companies that have the right leader mentality and also the right customer approach. And we will see all you guys next time on the Leader Mentality Show with Rob Clemens.